figure, she stops playing with all the other boys. And as she gets ready to squirt and to blast, she'll squeal with pleasure and fluids will spill. As she listens to the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast with my dudes Will the Thrill and Joe Static. And now, Will the Thrill and Joe Static and the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. Welcome back to the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. As you heard from the great Joel Gertner, I'm your host, Will the Thrill. And I am your co-host, Joe Static. Static, baby. Wow, Joe. We're almost halfway through our podcast year. I can't believe it, man. We're almost there, halfway through. Pretty incredible feat, bro. Yeah. Like I said when we first started the podcast, a lot of podcasts that start off the ground, they don't get past a couple episodes. We kept the steam going, you know, week after week, you know, plugging in what we wanted to cover, what we wanted to do. And yeah, man, it, it just kind of flew by. I think every episode from episode one till now is stacked. They're solid episodes. They give a lot of insight. It's a lot of fun. It's not PG, which I like. And yeah, just two wrestling collectors shooting the shit, man, for the most part. That's it. And we're going to keep shooting the shit. And for all you listeners, if you're a first time listener or a long time listener, you can check out our podcast every Saturday. We are a weekly episodic wrestling figure podcast, and you can find us on all podcast platforms, Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitchers, TuneIn, Spotify. Give us a listen. Don't forget to click that subscribe button, turn the notifications on. We'll post the podcast every Saturday, but sometimes it comes a little early, sometimes it comes a little later. So that notification button is really important. And Joe, we need more reviews. I know. I don't know. People, you know, you got to pull their legs sometimes for reviews. I think as we keep growing and the steam keeps going, you know, people will want to let us know uh, that they enjoyed the show. Yeah, I don't even care if you don't like it. Write us a one-star review. If you write us a one-star review, we're going to actually shout you out on this podcast, right? We're probably going to give a few F-bombs at you, and we'll go from there. But please write a review. And if you do write a review, we're going to post it on our social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, at SQDCircleAFP. So go follow us there as well. We're on Twitter and Instagram. We post wrestling figure photos. We post giveaways. I'm posting a lot of fig hunt videos right now. I just shot a fig hunt video in Walmart this morning. You know, I had to get some coffee. So I had to take a stroll to the wrestling figure aisle. So don't forget to follow us at SQD Circle AFP on Instagram and Twitter. The funniest thing about this, Joe, I did post a fig hunt video. I don't know. It was like last week or the week before. And someone wrote a comment and it was like, Oh, typical. Every fig hunt video has pictures of the floor. What? <laughs> I didn't respond, Joe. I didn't respond. And today I responded and I basically filmed the first five seconds of the video on the floor and gave an F you to that comment. Nice. You know, a lot of those comments I just don't even pay attention to, man. You know, so sometimes you just got to say whatever, you know? Yeah. 
or just film the floor again. So everybody that, everybody that loves watching floors in fig hunt videos, come to the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, baby. All right. And Joe, I'm super excited about this. We're actually going to be launching our debut YouTube live stream. I think we've set the date. So mark it on the calendar, listeners. It's going to be December 13th. That's Sunday, December 13th. 13 is my lucky number, Joe, so I'm happy for this. Yeah. Sunday, December 13th. We are going to be on YouTube live stream. We're going to be discussing. I changed this up a little bit, Joe. The ultimate wrestling figures of 2020. Oh, shit. That uh, that name's getting me uh, pumped up. We'll go over the top 10, man. Top 10 of the year. Top 10 of the year. We'll do a little notables. We'll have a little side thing here or there. We're going to sit down, discuss the ultimate figures. Wrestling figures. Maybe we'll even throw in some other lines. You know? A couple other ones to go over. Top 10. Yeah. You like TMNT. I like uh, oh, DC oh. Multiverse. Yeah, no, yeah, no, not even top 10. We'll just throw in a couple. You know, what do you like in action, the action figure land? Because we are the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. So maybe we throw in a little bit of a surprise where, you know, you pick your favorite outside of wrestling figure land. I pick my favorite outside of wrestling figure land. Just have a little fun with it, man. We're going to get crazy, baby. We're the ultimate. Oh, that sounds good, man. Go over a little extra figs, a little extra figure lines. See what's going on there. I'm down with that. Awesome. So we will be doing that again. Jot it on your calendars. YouTube live stream. The ultimate wrestling figures of 2020, December 13th, Sunday, December 13th. We'll be posting a time soon. And go follow us on YouTube, Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. You can't miss out. With all that said, Joe, we're going to get into it. Hey, man. I know you were at ToyCon last week. How did it all go? Overall, the show was pretty, you know, the um, show's traffic, I would say, was a lot less than when we did the con in October. There was still a decent amount of people, but not like the con, obviously, but it was still a good time. I actually didn't really walk around that much. I kind of just set up, sold some stuff. I talked to some people and I... Went home pretty much. I didn't really look around. I mean, I did like a once around real quick. I mean, you see the same stuff. You know, you see the same elites marked up. One guy had the Undertaker Collector's Edition that no one bought. It's just, uh, you know, sometimes with that stuff, it's a hit or miss. I brought a couple of elites and no one gave a shit about them at all. No one even looked. I, I, you know, I brought some up to date ones. No one cared at all about those. So. You know, it's it's hit or miss when you bring the elites. A lot of the guys that brought up-to-date wrestling figures, I think, brought all that stuff home. As far as vintage stuff, you know, you get the same old, same old LJNs, same ones, a couple Hasbros here or there. Nothing really stood out as far as wrestling figures go. There were some cool vintage pieces, you know, a couple more up-to-date lines like NECA and stuff. But overall, it was pretty tame, man. You know, set up, sell some stuff, go home. Totally. Well, I know you posted a couple of photos. I shared a couple of photos, you know, hopefully to get some more traffic to you, maybe even get some online sales. You know, you could always hit Joe up at Static Toys on Instagram if you're looking for any of the figures that you saw 
at his con table or his Wayne Toy Show table. So definitely hit him up. But bro, last week we brought back Busted Open. We busted open that Series 111 Bray Wyatt figure. And then it's fucking sitting at your table at the Wayne Toy Show. I was like, I'm throwing you, I'm throwing you under the bus as a collector here, bro. I brought it, I busted it open on the show last week, and then it went right into the tote to go to the show to be sold. He was right off, you know. It was, it was, it was like a, it was like a one night stand, man. I just wanted to get rid of it. Hey, we do say, what are we always? Hashtag moc, hashtag moc for life here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. It was like when you go home with somebody you don't really care about on a Friday, you wake up Saturday and you uh, make up some excuses to get them out. Or or fr- or late Friday night, you say, oh, I forgot I had work in the morning and you really don't, but you just want them to leave. That's what I was doing with the Bray. I know that's what you were doing with the Bray, but guess what? They keep coming back, don't they? <laughs> he's actually He's actually here right now on the desk. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They keep coming back. It's a, it's a thing. You get rid of oh my god! She's like, so, uh, I thought you didn't have work. I'm like, nah, I do. Sorry. Whoops. I know. Whoops. And then she found out that you didn't have work. Then she drove past <laughs> the next day, and my car was still in the driveway, and I was in bed. Oh, and she's back in bed with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So no, that's good. I mean, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, you had a good toy show. You know, hey, look, uh, you you go, you hang out, you have a good time. I did want to say also, you know, it's so funny. I just wanted to make a little quick point here. You said that the new elites aren't, you know, moving, aren't selling. And I was talking to our buddy Sean NG today about this KW, KWK, Sean. KWK, baby. All right. And it's just, you know, the collectability of elites have just gone down, right? I mean, there's just, there's so many in production now that they're not really sought after anymore, you know, and they're, it's only going to get worse because they're going to amp up production because you, you know, can't even find them on the shelves these days at retail, you know, especially at toy shows, being a vendor and, you know, going through the shows through the years, it's oversaturation, man. Everybody's got the collector's edition undertaker for expensive price. Nobody wants it. Nobody cares about it. You know, they want to find it in the store or find it online or wait till it's like extremely discounted. You know, all the elites that are out now are the ones that didn't sell. Like no one, you know, they're like, yeah. You know, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to DJ for a second, you know, or over at Pandora. He stopped by and I'm kind of on the agreement with him, man. He's like, after, you know, things, the COVID situation, things lighten up a little more, whether it be a year from now, two years from now, he thinks everything's going to tank and he's getting prepared for that, especially wrestling, the wrestling market. And I, I kind of agree with him. I think it's going to tank as well. I can't believe he's finally come around to the market tanking. You know, it's so funny. I've been on him about that for upwards of two years now, three years since I met the guy. Yeah, it's all he was, you know, he was saying, you know, he's getting ready for that. And uh, I was I was agreeing with him. I can understand, especially wrestling. Some of the things you might want to wait out on. Yeah, we've talked about it ad nauseum. We're 20 episodes into this podcast. And even prior to recording this podcast for our audience, we've always, always, always thought that this wrestling figure phenomenon is going to tank. You see the collections being sold. You see prices going down. And I agree with you. Once the supply increases, there's not going to be a demand because obviously everybody's got what they need and want at that point in time. So I do think that this is going to, I wouldn't say tank, but definitely we're going to see a little bit of a decline in pricing. And again, it's, I don't know, the collectability has gone down. Like I said, I mean, it's just like, eh, you know, I'm looking at some things. I'm like, eh, 
you know, if I get it for five, 10 bucks, okay, but I'm not, I'm not going out of my way for some of this stuff anymore, man. But wanted to move on. I know you wanted to talk about a little bit about DJ and Pandora's box. I know they had the Sandman, some ECW legends and whatnot. They're getting a lot of signings over there. So you just got your Sandman ECW OSFTM ECW figure sign, man. And yeah, congrats to that, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah, I've been getting a little more into the autograph stuff, you know, a little bit, nothing over the top. You know, if I can meet an ECW legend like the Sandman, get him to sign my figure, you know, put it in the case. Why not? Yeah. DJ was nice enough to take my figure. I talked to Eric. They got it signed for me at their shop Saturday night. They had Sandman and Tito Santana. You know, it's nice. You know, I did a nice like blue kind of sky blue paint pen on the card back in the case. It looks good. So that's fun. They said he was kind of wandering the store. People were, it's kind of funny actually. They're like, man, he was really shot. They said he was kind of like wandering around the store a little bit, looking at Voltron figures and shit like that. And while people were waiting for pictures, so I thought that was kind of funny. But, uh, you know, he did his pictures. He signed his stuff. Might have taken a little longer, but it's the Sandman, you know? Yeah, I, I hope they had the music playing in a, in a fucking uh, 24 pack on hand for the guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, I know. I mean, like 30 pack or whatever the hell it is. But Joe, let's, let's move on. We got to move on because we got a jam packed episode this week. Super excited to move on here. I got a notification from Ringside Collectibles this week that my AEW Unrivaled Collection Series 2 has been delayed. Uh Uh-oh. I guess what's happening is the manufacturer, Jazzwares, couldn't fulfill Ringside Collectibles' initial shipments of Series 2, and they got basically short shipped, and they're only going to fill partial of their first orders now and then they're going to get another shipment and get another shipment and get another shipment so who knows when i'll receive these figures i am not hopeful about this i think i won't see them until 2021 unfortunately and i ordered them in august so i was part of that later and i believe they started the pre-order in probably like march or april so i was definitely later in the game on those pre-orders I seen a couple people, you know, as I scroll through Facebook on and off, a couple of the groups, looks like people got them. It said from ringside, so I don't know if they're full of crap or what, but they had all six of them. Yeah, man. There's a little bit of a delay for the most part. Some people are getting them. Didn't say what part of the country they're in or anything like that or, you know, just mainly saying, hey, look what I got. And I got to say, look, I'm obviously down the line, I'll, I'll get the six of them. Not to go too much into it, Will, but, you know, some of them look a little... Little, little weird, man. You know, MJF's face looks a little strange. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how I feel about it, man. You know, obviously, Ooh. obviously, Penta and Ray look pretty good. I guess you know you're gonna want to get Series Two just to keep going. I do like the Hangman a little bit, but overall, I'm like, oh god, oh the Dustin. I can't forget about the Dustin. But overall, I'm like, I guess I have to get him. You know, I'm, I'm not excited about it. No, not excited at all. And to be honest with you, so yes, these people are getting them from Ringside Collectibles. Again, they had a partial shipment of their original order. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so they will be filling orders. So if you were obviously early in the game on your pre-order, you're going to get some of these Unrivaled Collection Series 2 figures. Now, as it pertains to (laughs) figures... Joe, oh my God! I, I is just... that is that MJF or is that me when I have an allergic reaction? Ugh. 
His face. I don't know, Joe. Look, we're going to be really nice because we're going to give these guys a shot to kind of adjust and to, I don't know, to make a pivot. You want to call it a pivot? I don't know what you want to call it. You want to call it like a a reverse toehold, maybe? (laughs) To get these figures the way they need to be. But You know, I like the spinning toehold. The spinning toehold by... Good old Terry Funk, you know, but I mean, that's a finisher. This is this is like a reverse. You got to like they got to do something right because these figures look fucking god awful. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) I, I, I had to say it. I had to put it out there. I am not excited. I don't even care that they're fucking delayed. That says something. right? That's not good. I don't even care. I didn't order them. I know. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't give a shit, to be honest. No, they look fucking god awful, to be honest with you. You know, you got the you got the marks out there, man. They're they're shitting their pants over them, but I'm not. No, especially for Minon Car collectors. I mean, Moxley looks like god awful in that box. I don't even know what they tried to do with him as far as positioning and what he looks like in the box. I mean, it's just man. All right, look. Jeremy, Magic, Gregory, look, I, and we're going to give you guys a pass on this. That's our just brief thoughts about AW Unrivaled Collection Series 2. Series 2 Unrivaled Collection. I don't even know what the hell. That's another thing. You guys got to dumb this down. Unrivaled Collection Series 1, Series 2. Can't it just be Unrivaled Collection 1, Unrivaled Collection 2? Now it's Unrivaled Collection Series 2. I thought a collection is a series, right? I mean, you so got to specify, that... I guess, nowadays. Yeah, they need to work things out, and I am positive they will work things out, but the head sculpts are god-awful, and the figures just don't look good. So that's it. That's all I got to say about that, Joe. I mean, Series 1, I'm still, you know, I have Series 1 next to me over here, you know, in the in the ringside cases. I'm still excited about Series 1. Like, I still look at them like, oh, man, you know, I, I still like these guys, you know, Series 1 a lot. Series 2 is obviously a better lineup. You know, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I still, maybe I need them in hand. You know, we always say that on here. I wouldn't classify it as a better lineup. I think the Series 1 lineup is going to be talked about for ages. I think they did, with the time they had, an incredible job on them. I think now we're getting into an area where it's like, mm, Dustin, okay, Adam, okay. Luke. I mean, it's not that they're not figures that I don't want, but you had to really do a good job with these guys. For me to even want them more, you know what I'm saying? Like the expectation was really high coming off of series one because I thought that the execution was pretty spot on and the lineup was great. But to see these on card and in people's hands, I don't know, man, like you said, maybe we just got to get them in hands, but I'm not excited and I hope they work out the kinks. I want to move on, Joe. I want to move on to something that, and you know what's so funny? And I posted this earlier in the day. Well, this podcast will air on Saturday. So I posted this earlier on Thursday. You know, some of the best work is being done by wrestling figure collectors, the wrestling figure community, whether this be merchandise, whether this be, you know, t-shirts, merch, whatever you want to call it, or wrestling figures. And Junk Shop Dog, at Junk Shop Dog on Instagram, our buddy Adam JSD just released images of his Bruiser Brody Poppy inspired figure, and it looks freaking awesome, man. Yeah, especially the card. 
I think the card back looks fantastic from, you know, what you could see in that photo. It just looks spectacular, man, especially to get that old school first wrestling figure line, you know, Popey, to get it redone, you know, Bruiser Brody, a fan favorite. It's going to be pretty sick once, you know, they start shipping those out. I know. It's going to be incredible. He's going to have a variant. He listed today where it's going to be an all silver variant limited to about 200 and some pieces, which is going to be fun. The card looks incredible, like you said. And it's just, again, I think it's a two POA figure. It's something that's super nostalgic. It's from a wrestler that needs to be recognized. They have the rights to the estate to produce the figures. So you're going to support Bruiser Brody's family, if you purchase this figure, this is just it being done in the right way, man. I, I just I can't say any I can't say enough good things about this figure and Adam over at Junk Shop Dog. We don't want to forget his better half Porsche as well because she's in there with him, you know, doing the nitty gritty work to get this stuff done, and it's just incredible, right? It shows you. That if you have the passion and the determination to go out there and pursue something, you can get it done right. And he's doing it right. He is literally taking Popey, Poppy, whatever you want to call it, and bringing it into 2020. And it's amazing. I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's definitely something pretty awesome to close the year out, I would say. And just that style, you know, those figures aren't easy to obtain nowadays. They're really not at all. I don't think I've ever seen one in person. So to get an updated, you know, a little bit of an updated version of Brody, especially on that old, you know, vintage style card. I mean, that card looks incredible. I just can't wait to get it, man. I just hope, you know, obviously he said there's going to be a Western release to me and couple other things, you know, so we'll be able to get our hands on that. The funniest thing is, is I'm up at six in the morning. You're up at six in the morning. We see this post, right? And we're on here on the phone. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm talking to Adam. And you're talking to Adam. And we're, <laughs> and we're like, and you're sending me photos. And he's like, and I'm like, dude, Joe's talking to you too. He's like, I know. I'm like, we're on top of our shit here, bro. I know, <laughs> like, man. like we're pumped about this line. I needed to get it straight. Cause he's like, you know, that release tomorrow is to Japan only. I didn't know that. Yes, and you can do worldwide shipping. So here's the deal. It will be released through a Japanese retailer. Check out our Instagram page at SQD Circle AFP or Junk Shop Dog's Instagram page at Junk Shop Dog. You can get it from a Japanese retailer, but it's going to be a combo shirt. So the Japanese retailer actually produced a shirt. You'll get the figure, you'll get the shirt. It's a deal. And then they have some sort of worldwide shipping service, but you're probably going to pay a lot of money. So if you don't want to do that, you can wait. There will be a Western release, as Joe said. And again, in the Western release, you'll have the ability to get that very rare, very limited silver edition Bruiser Brody figure as well, limited to about 200 pieces, which I think I'm going to get both, Joe. I mean, I really want both. Yeah. The last thing he said to me, because I just wanted to clarify with him, he said the, the variant and the normal figure will be launched same day on junkshopdog.com, just in case you know you don't want to pay that shipping tomorrow. So you will be able to get the variant and you will be able to get the regular normal figure on the website when he launches it to be determined. Awesome. Yeah. And he'll probably just post something up. And 
Just a reminder, Joe, if you did want to go the Japanese route, it should be available on Friday. So we're dropping this uh, podcast on Saturday. So hopefully, I mean, hey, you want to shell out the money, you want to get first dibs on this thing, you want it in hand, you can go right ahead and do it, do the worldwide shipping. It may take longer to get here. I don't know. I don't know what service they use. But again, uh, KWK, you know, he told me that he knows the guy and their legitimate business in Japan. And you can go that route if you want to shell out some extra cash to get the figure in hand a little bit early, possibly. Yeah, uh, it's up to you guys, but we fully support Junk Shop Dog. Adam was on the podcast talking Kara Pro. So go back to one of our previous episodes. I think it's like episode 10, 12, 13, something like that. And he was on here talking Kara Pro because he does also uh, sell a lot of vintage Kara Pro on his Instagram page. So if you're into Japanese figure collecting, wrestling figure collecting, check out Junk Shop Jug Joe. So as we move on, this just posted, which is fun. I think we'll probably be maybe the first podcast to talk about it. Uh-uh. Hey, we you go. know, this is what we do. Ringside Q&A. Bill McKenna, Steve Ozer, wonderful Tom Pritchard. Uh, not really, but I'm just just me <laughs> make, just this is just me making things up. And I, I had don't to, even I had to think who that was for a minute. Yeah, Mr. Tom over. I forgot his last name over at Ringside Collectibles. He's he's the man. But I was just saying, Tom Pritchard isn't that the fucking wrestler? <laughs> yeah, it is. Huh. I mean, and he's not named Wonderful Tom Pritchard either. <laughs> I don't even know his nickname. I don't either. So they had the Ringside Q and A up over on the YouTube page for part of Ringside Fest. And, you know, I watched it. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. And I sat through the boring fucking monologue of, <laughs> do you want this figure, babe? Can we get a play set? Can we do this? The same wrestling figure bullshit you hear every day. Can I get this? Can I get that? Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Uh, amen. amen. I, I'll give you an amen if you fucking stop asking these stupid questions. Stop it. <laughs> stop, let's stop, stop the Q and A's. Ringside doesn't need a Q and A. Ringside, if you're listening, Tom, if you're listening, god awful on that goddamn Q and A, bro. You gotta have so some enthusiasm. Oh, so boring. I'm so monotone. Can we? You know, come on, let's have some fun, guys. I understand it's a corporate environment. I understand you want to have a sense of professionalism, but we also need something that's more enthusiastic, more uplifting, more exciting. You know, just have a little oomph. Hey, ringside, if you're listening, I'll do it. I'll make it fun and we'll do a PG version of Will the Thrill, baby. I know. It's like now I know what I'm putting on tonight before I go to sleep. You just read my mind. Just throw the Q&A on and you'll go right to sleep 10 minutes in. Yeah, 10 minutes. I'll, I'll be I'll be passed out. Can we get uh can we get this uh well we can't because uh, can we get that? <laughs> I don't know if we can get that because you know uh, sometimes uh Sometimes uh, you can't answer those questions because uh, it's just the way it is, you know. You yeah, I know, I know. So, all right, all right. So, I went through this god awful Q and A, and <laughs> and look, I'm not, I'm not the one doing the Q and A. Look, Bill and Steve, they can't say certain things, so this is not on them. It's just, look, you got to understand that they're not going to be able to answer the majority of questions. 80 to 90% of these questions that are asked, they're going to give you like mute answers. So you got to make it fun. That's all I'm saying. All we're saying here in this podcast is like, make it fun. We understand you can't answer the questions, so let's make it fun. But some highlights. 
some sculpts that are done for figures need actual talent approval. So Bill was kind of getting into this, and I thought this was pretty intriguing. Like, if the talent doesn't like the way they look, they can refuse it. And if they automatically refuse it, depending on how their deco and how their look weighs into the figure line, or maybe even if they're just a plain figure, could alter things. So I found that pretty intriguing. So for example, I think Bill said like, oh, well, Braun Strowman had hair. We were going to do him with hair. And then he went bald. And then Braun Strowman was like, well, I'm bald now. So that doesn't make sense even a year later. So then like for him, a low deco guy, they had to pull him out of the wave. But we have a high deco guy in the wave. Now that offsets the wave, we got to find a low deco guy to throw in. And may, we may not have that. So it just like kind of throws everything into chaos, right? So yeah. I found that pretty intriguing, man. I didn't know that that was part of the equation. Certain people under WWE contracts, whether current or Legends talent, some have actual talent approval for their head sculpts. That's good. That's a good idea because, you know, some of those guys... Even if they don't collect, I think they want themselves represented in a certain way. And if they can get a say or, you know, put a little bit of their uh, creativity in if they can, or just a little bit of, uh, you know, hey, I like this. Hey, I don't like that. I mean, I think all around that's a good thing. I do, too, because what we want as collectors is accuracy, right? So if you have talent saying, well, that don't fucking look like me. All right. I think everybody should have talent approval. <laughs> I was just I was just going to say that. I think they should send that to everybody because sometimes I'm like, who the fuck is that when I'm looking at the figure? Exactly. That was a pretty cool thing to know about the design process, about the approval process of certain figures in their respective positions within a line. Next thing, and look, nothing was said about this and we got approval that we're going to get a lot of Hulk Hogan stuff and there's a lot of Hulk Hogan looks But I know from a political standpoint, Steve Ozer is very political and he doesn't want to mix politics and business, but there seems to be like a little bit of a hesitation to put Hogan stuff in just from him. Every time Hogan's mentioned, and I know this is the racial thing, he's just a little perturbed by it. And look, like Bill. Bill has his thing. He loves NXT guys. He loves Asian supersizes, you know, (laughs) like, and he'll do a good job on them. Right. And we'll talk about that a little bit later when we take a look at the, oh my God, figure of the week. I think he said something. It it, it was Asian. (laughs) What movie is that from? I don't know. What is that? If you can guess the movie, I'll give you a hundred bucks. You got five seconds. Oh, I don't know. God, I'm terrible. I'm not going to tell you now. Somebody else who listens to the show is going to listeners have to tell tell me on the Instagram at SQD Circle AFP what the hell I just missed there. But anyway, getting back, yeah. So Steve, there's this hesitation to put, I think, or to back the Hogan, and I think it's because of the previous stuff he said. Maybe he feels uncomfortable. You know, some people. I think he does. Some people don't get over that stuff. Like other people, sadly, other people can brush it under the the rug. Some people take that shit to heart, man. You know, and I know. he definitely seems like that kind of person that. He's not standing for that kind of shit, and he's not probably going to let that go. No. And look, Steve, I get it. We love you. I'm sorry if we have offended you so many ways during this podcast. If you do listen, we don't want to offend you. We are. I mean, at least I am. I'm, well, I'm not going to say I, I, I'm with you, baby. But in the form of entertainment, we need the fucking Hulk Hogan's in the line. Give, a, give them all to me. I want them all. 
All right, so get them in there. Guys, stop asking questions about play. I don't fucking care about play sets. You're not going to get them unless they do a HasLab. You're not fucking going to get them, okay? So stop asking questions about play. I want this place. I don't want this place. I want this. Stop, it's stop, stop, stop. Because guess what? You're not going to get them because you're not going to fucking buy them because they're going to be $100 plus. They're going to be $200 plus. So stop it. Can we get this place set? Stop asking stop, this shit. Stop, Dude, Joe. Go to ringside fucking collectibles. You want to bury the live place that they sell caskets, shovels, everything, tombstones. Go to ringside collectibles. They have every fucking thing you can possibly imagine place it wise where except for the dirt. You can go out to your back fucking yard, get the dirt. Bring it in your house and build your goddamn fucking Barrett Alive playset with the ringside collectibles casket and shovels and all that fucking jazz and the dirt in your backyard. Done. Okay? Stop. Please stop. Next, moving on. We will be getting some new first time in the line legends next year, which is pretty exciting. Who are we getting? Nothing was mentioned. I'm assuming that they're talking about the Michael PSAs being I, one no, of no, them. No, 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 no. I, I think I know who it is. I think it's Luna Vachon. It's Dino. I didn't want to tell you. I. I messaged Steve. It's Dino Bravo. No, you know what Steve would have said to you if it was Dino Bravo? He would have said, Google it, because that's all he did. He's like, for every name that was asked, Mountie, Google it. Crush, Google it. Ahmed, Google it. <laughs> every, every, all these people, Google it, Listen, Google it, Google it. Are we getting a Mortis? He said, Google it. No, we're not getting a fucking Mortis. It's, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Okay. It's not going to happen. So we are going to get some new legends. Actually, he said they have not been announced. So that means- Oh, sick, man. That's awesome. It's not Michael PSA. So there are first time in the line legends next year. And I guarantee you one of them will be a Luna Vachon. I've always been a fan of Luna's. That'd be pretty sick. I used to get soft looking at her. You know what I mean? If you go back a couple episodes, I think we were talking about that. Was it Luna or Sherry? No, you don't get soft. You get hard. Yeah, like semi-soft. You know, I was a kid. So I was oh, a little chubby. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. A little, little, a little, a little chubby, bit, a, little bit, a little itchy. Uh, no, that that was the sensational one. I don't know about Luna. I mean, Luna looks good I, though. I, I was, was I like... was getting sensations. <laughs> Luna oh, too, baby. man. Luna would come out in the all white. I'd go, I was like, oh shit, man. Yeah. I know she had some big ones. <laughs> all natural too, baby. <laughs> all right, so moving on and we went over the who can they make who can who can't they make there was actually a good question here and i was actually like wow okay i didn't even know this there's an sdcc exclusive undertaker that came out about i don't know about i want to say seven years ago and there was a figure that was supposed to come out a defining moments figure in place of that and someone asked the question well can you tell us what figure that was and everybody was hinting at the brooklyn brawler and everything and then bill says at the end a baseball painted face. I was like, well, that's Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, which is the Brooklyn Brawler. So does that mean you're just fucking with us and saying that the Brooklyn Brawler should have come out? So that's what happened. Rewind. See, this is why we talk through things. So that was the initial release of that Undertaker. And then they re-released it in the Defining Moments line. And I guess what happened was there was supposed to be a Defining Moments figure in its place when the Defining Moments figure was released. And I guess it was supposed to be the Brooklyn Brawler. I don't know. Maybe they were hinting at it a lot. That would be that would be pretty interesting. I never cared for the Brooklyn Brawler, but um, I could see that as an exclusive. That could definitely work. 
Yeah, I would love it. And I think it's a possibility and they keep hitting at it. So I would take up, dude, come on, Brooklyn Brawler? Dude, I never cared for the Brawler, man. I always thought he was just a, a, a fucking idiot. Like, I just never cared about him. He's a jobber. I mean, but he was like one of the most iconic, you know, guys, man. I like the Brooklyn Brawler. Anyway, so moving on, Edge Brood is coming. Gangrel, no, stop. Not happening. He's on AEW and he owns the rights to his name. So it's going to be even more difficult. I will. I would love a Gangrel, but yeah, it's not coming. Not coming. No Mountie. Legal issues. Can't use the word Mountie. Quebecer. Yes. So Jacques Rougeau is in play if ever signed, not signed. No Crush. No Kona Crush. No Crush. No Brian Adams. Done. Not going to happen. Dink. No. Ahmed. No. Slick. No. No, 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 Google it. Glacier, maybe. Brawler, neat rights, maybe. Alex Wright's a possibility. They said that it can happen. Wait, you don't want that uh, FTC, Alex Wright, coming in 2016 or 2026, I mean? Oh, God. And with that said, folks, we're going to head right into the gorilla position and shit (laughs) on some more fingers. (laughs) No, I do not want the fucking FTC, Alex Wright. And... Joe, we got to wrap it up. We have to go into this week's edition of the Gorilla Position. I can feel electricity in the air. All right, Joe, welcome back to this week's edition of the Gorilla Position. And this week, what are we going to discuss? What's our position on? Oh, God. Are you ready? I'm ready. All Elite Wrestling. Unrivaled Collection Series, Collection Series 3. We're going to talk about it. There have been rumored <laughs> there have been rumored lineups. So, Joe, what's this rumored lineup we heard of? All right. I'm hoping maybe the Series... I know Series 2 still has some steam. You can't find the set anywhere. Anyway, Series 3, we got a potential list here. Rumored list. Might be a final list. See if people get amped up. Rumored. Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Pac, which is kind of cool. I like Pac. Not so much you could do with that figure, but we'll get into it. Orange Cassidy, of course. You know, everybody likes Cassidy's a heavy hitter, especially if they're trying to swing Series 3, keep the line moving. Cassidy, Darby Allen, and Riho. That's her name, Will. Remember, I couldn't remember her name. Oh, last, I know. Uh, week or week before, I think. Yeah, so Riho. Like, anyone's going to want that, but I'm curious to see what it looks like, what direction they go with in that. Supposedly also rumored little pieces here. Darby Allen is supposed to be a one of 500 and Riho is supposed to be a one of 1000. So that is the rumored lineup. Will, are you excited? Do you give a fuck? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You know what? I'll be honest. Darby Allen. I want to see that figure. Orange Cassidy, of course. Yeah, I'd want to see him. And Pac, I, I like too. I think Pac looked pretty good. All right. So, Joe, I don't know why you haven't seen these prototype images, but they've been posted already by Jeremy. Yeah, but they're prototype images. You never know what the hell you're going to actually see. I thought the MJF looked better on the Toy Fair. What happened to that? I want that one. I think the Dustin looked better on the fucking Toy Fair. I want those. But anyway. We digress as we'd like to say here at the squared circle action figure podcast okay so i'm gonna have a very quick take on this because my position is wow as we know a bit as a business is concerned you have to plan these figures about a year out 
I think it's good that Pac's coming back on TV now. Hopefully he'll be here when these are released. So there's some sort of relevance there. Again, we don't know when these figures will drop. I mean, given the current turnaround times, I wouldn't expect these until like August of 2021. I don't, I, especially at, at major retail marketplaces. And if the COVID stuff keeps happening and picks up, especially in the States, I just don't see it. I don't see these being out sooner than August 2021. As far as the lineup is concerned, I do like the Young Bucks. I know you and I were both not very high on the first attires that they chose for them. So I hope they step that up in a more colorful rendition. Pac, I don't care. I just don't fucking give a shit. You don't like the bastard? I don't. He hasn't been on TV for a year. You know, I mean, I, yeah, he's well, I not think he relevant. Came back. When did he come back? He came back last. He came back last night or Wednesday. Yeah, he came back on Wednesday night on Dynamite. I don't care. There's just no investment. I mean, yeah, he was a cruiserweight in WWE and they fucked him and all this shit and he was an NXT, but <laughs> there's no long-term investment for me on a Pac figure, nor there should be for anybody in the marketplace or any freaking person out there. Like Nobody should be invested in this guy. Orange Cassidy, I will get an Orange Cassidy figure. I do like the fact that they're going to do the hands in the pants. I mean, as an actual wrestler, I don't know. I want to see what happens with this guy. And we'll go from there. Darby Allen, I am excited to get a Darby Allen figure. I think newer age wrestlers, he's got it. TNT champion. And then again, Riho, just kind of irrelevant, right? Again, another situation yeah. where she's done. She's not in AEW anymore. So to even make a rare addition out of her, I, if these rumors are true, again, I think it's just, Poor, poor long-term planning, right? I guess, you know, again, a year out. So you look, yeah. So this time they got the license last year. They were planning lines. They saw that she was going to be the first champion. They knew that from AEW. Obviously, AEW is going to tell the plans and then COVID happened and all this shit and just shit happened, right? I think that's what it comes down to. So I'll give them a pass, Give them a pass, but they got to make adjustments and they got to do the right things and they got to get the figures looking better, man. I just, that's my take on it all. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They have to get the figures looking better. I know it's still a work in progress and Jeremy mentioned, you know, new factory, little details here for series three. They're supposed to amp it up a little more. So I guess this is the series to see if they actually do that, especially with these type of characters like Cassidy, Darby Allen, especially Darby Allen. See what that finished product looks like. See how they, you know, the pockets with Cassidy. See what they pick for the Bucks. Pac, like I said, there's not really much you can do. And Riho, like you said, long-term first women's champion. I guess, you know, you kind of have to make her into a figure, especially for people, you know, that enjoyed her as the champ. I know she uh, she had a pretty decent run. You know, she was beating everybody. She's very, I would say for a small girl, small young woman, she was pretty quick in the ring. I mean, for her size, she really went, Balls to the wall in most of her matches, from what I remember. So, first women's champ, I guess it makes sense. Some people actually, I think, would want that figure, believe it or not, just for that fact alone. So, it has the potential, but time will tell. Yeah, I just, I, I don't see it. I would have put a Britt Baker figure out before her. Somebody that's long-term that you know is going to be there. Who knows? Maybe Riho pops up next month or when this whole COVID thing goes away and 
I'm assuming she's not here because of that. Maybe we're talking about this in June of next year and they're ready to release these figures and they're coming to market and boom, she's on TV and it makes sense, right? She comes back and she wants to avenge her loss and all this stuff. So, I mean, again, there's the potential for this to everything here to make sense. But again, I just don't understand it. I don't understand why we get more Young Bucks figures right away. I would hope that they have the championship. Like they need the titles with them, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, they just won the title. So they just won, but maybe, yeah, well, maybe maybe. because you do know this is all predetermined. So the toy lines know what's predetermined, right? And that's why they plan this. I mean, obviously, like the WWE is, a you know, they always say it's it's booking on the fly, but they have a long term plan and, and the long term plan is made, you know, aware of by the companies, right, that produce this stuff. So if the long term plan doesn't go awry in the actual product, yeah, you see figures that coincide with what's going on, right? I mean, that's generally how you want it to happen. But Sometimes it doesn't happen like that. And I don't know. I, I In this case, I, man, oh, I don't know. I'm just not that excited. I'm not. A, I, I, I know. I kind of wanted to be like more excited for it, to be honest with you. And, eh, you know, it's just, eh, you know, it's like we say on here. I guess time will tell. Yeah. Let's see what the Young Bucks attires are. We know what the Orange Cassidy is going to look like. That's an Insta buy. We know what the Darby Allen's going to look like. Comes with the skateboard. That's an Insta buy. Anything else in this line, depending on the Young Bucks, is I don't need Pac. I just don't need him. I don't care. And for me personally, and then Matt and Nick Jackson and the Young Bucks, if they get the Lakers attire that they had on at the pay-per-view at full gear, I mean, I'm all in. Sign me the fuck up with those entrance jackets and that fucking look. They look great, man. Yeah. You know, but... They come with the money attire. They come with some money. You know, you know, Jeremy likes to put a little money in with the like the million dollar man and stuff in his Jack stays. You know, yeah. Sign me up. Gotta give me something in this line because you're coming off of a line that is really bad. It's really bad. Or set. Let's just not even let's say it's satisfactory. Let's give series two a C as a grade. Right. Yeah. You went from basically a B plus to a C. You got to hit this out of the park, bro. I know. That's what they have to do. I mean, people are still going to buy Series 2 regardless, but I think Series 3, they really, like you said, they have to hit it out of the park. And if a new factory or whatever they're doing, you know, they had to move, you know, production, if they're trying to amp it up for Series 3, you know, now's the time. Let's do it. So that's it. I mean, that's all I got to say about AW. Unrival Collection Series 3. Yeah, it's a decent lineup. Darby, Cassidy, they're must-haves, and I'm curious to see what the rest look like for sure. We're not going to be doing the missing link today, so let's do fantasy lineup real quick before we, we end the gorilla position this week. If you had to plug in a lineup for Series 3, AW Unrival Collection Series 3, what would you have done or what changes would you have made to this potential item? I would, I mean, you got to hit these guys while they're hot. Who knows what's going to happen to them? So I keep, for my six, I would do, let me see here. Give me a sec. For my six, I would keep Orange Cassidy. I think that's a good pick. He's a hot wrestler in, in the line. Same thing with Darby Allen. Just won the title, TNT title. I'd keep Darby. 
I keep Cassidy. I would do Britt Baker instead of Riho. I do Baker as for my women's figure. Let me see. You know I have the soft spot for the Dark Order. <laughs> I'd have to do Evil Uno, man. I need Uno on the line. Stu Grayson can wait, I guess, for now. But I do Uno. I do Baker. I do Cassidy. I would do Darby Allen. And last but not least, uh, let me see here. Who else do we need? You need two. You need two because you have Uno, Baker, Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy. So that's four. Two more. Give me, um, give me Sammy Gravara. Get Sammy in there. And last but not least, I'd have to go with uh, Brody Lee. Give me Brody. Dude, I mean, I think that's a better lineup than this one. So here's the thing. Going back to what we were previously discussing on the Mattel Q&A, you got to find anchors, right? Oh, wait, you know what, Will? I just forgot. I'm going to redo my lineup real fast. Give me Darby. Give me Cassidy. Britt Baker. Jurassic Express. And Brody. I'm going to take Dark Order out for now. Give me Jurassic Express. Give me Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Britt Baker, Darby Allen, Cassidy, Brody Lee. Boom. Look at that lineup. That's a fire lineup. Again, as I was saying, the Mattel formula is you go with an anchor, you go with mid-carters, you go with a female wrestler, and you go with a legend. So based on that, based on oh, okay, based on what Mattel does in the marketplace, going back to that Q&A, that they discussed that in there. I personally, my anchor. At this point in time, man, that's tough. I would probably have to go with Jericho again. Another Jericho? Right? Because you you skip him in series two. You know what I want? I want Jericho with the big spikes, like the spiky coat. Yeah. You know, the pain maker with the triangles on the eyes. That'd be cool. The pain maker Jericho. Come on. Come on. All right. So we go with pain maker as your anchor. Okay. Jericho. All right. You got the orange Cassidy. You got the Darby Allen. You got the Britt Baker. That's your female. Hey, play the Oklahoma music, baby. I told you this. I want one. You want to go for a legend? J.R. Oh, God. Okay. J.R. as your fifth. So you got the female. You got the legend. You got the two up and coming stars, mid Carters. You got the Jericho as your anchor. And then you throw in the last one. And the last one, I mean, hell, I don't even give a shit. You want to throw in Pac? Throw in Pac. Yes. I agree with you. A Brody Lee, a Dark Order member, something like that. Maybe a Jurassic Express throwing a Luchasaurus because just toyetic nature, right? Yeah. Think of that lineup, Joe. You got Painmaker, Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Britt Baker, JR, and fucking Luchasaurus. That sounds fucking pretty good, man. Why am I not producing the wrestling figures? <laughs> maybe you should uh maybe you should write in and be like, listen, I got a better idea. Like <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. I'm writing in. That's why we do this fucking podcast. (laughs) Look, my lineup is a dream lineup. Again, I mean, look, you want to hit it on all cylinders. That would be my formula. You have a great formula as well. This is not a good formula. We're done. That is it. Listeners, that is our position on All Eat Wrestling Unrivaled Collection Series 3. So don't forget to check back next week for another edition of The Gorilla Position. Oh my God! And 
welcome to this week's Oh My God Figure of the Week. Joe, wow. Oh My God Figure of the Week 2020. We are actually reaching to the end of 2020. We're almost there. We're almost at the live stream. December 13th. Sunday, December 13th on YouTube at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast YouTube channel. Our ultimate figures of 2020. And this week, boy, do we have a gem for our listeners. Are you ready? Boom, boom. Elite 79. EO. Shirai. baby what a figure we're talking about getting sweaty we're talking about getting soft (laughs) soft semi-soft billy boy billy boy billy boy got real (laughs) hard or maybe maybe semi-soft depending on what age yeah he might be he might be doing that with his fucking uh weird looking levi's on eo shirai man Elite 79. I think a lot of people want this figure. It's a great looking figure. Just a couple facts about EO herself. She hails from Kodo, Tokyo, Japan. She is the current women's NXT champion. Before she actually made it to NXT, she held multiple, multiple women's titles around the world and worked for various promotions starting back all the way, Willie, in 2007. You fast forward to NXT, this version of her figure minus the title you know, she won the title back at NXT TakeOver In Your House, June 7th of this year. She defeated both Flair and Ripley, which I was kind of shocked about to win the NXT Women's Championship, making her first title win in WWE. And since then, Shirai has successfully defended the title against Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, and Candice LeRae. Perfect timing for this figure to drop, in my opinion. Well, we go back to the whole gorilla position and figures drop because they know what's going to happen. And it is the perfect time for this figure to drop. And it's the perfect figure. I got nothing bad to say about this one, Joe. I mean, God, the entrance jacket, highly detailed, soft goods, kind of got that fur frill along the hood. I don't even know what the fuck you call that. All the Japanese writing down the back and on, even on the straps coming off the leather jacket. Oh, my. Oh, oh man, looks fucking fantastic. I mean, if you look at this figure, all, every piece of it, I mean, the face detail, you know, the face sculpt, the uh, colors, you know, the black, the boots, the detail above that, you know, um, her shirt underneath, the hair, the jacket just tops it off. I mean, really, you talk about, we talk about this week after week, you talk about nailing a figure. I mean, this is her in figure form. It's pretty damn accurate. Super accurate. 100% accurate. You can't go higher than 100% here. You know what we like to do on this podcast. I know a lot of other podcasts like to do it too. 
checking all the boxes. Bill talked about it on this Q&A that I watched from Ringside Fest. Talking about checking all the boxes. He nailed this figure. Dude, I'm bound down. I'm bound down to the master. Bow to the masters. Break it down. Yeah, he really nailed this figure. I'm surprised he's not working for like New Japan figure figures or anything like that. You know, uh, he should go over to Super 7, man. For He really nails these type of figures. Self-proclaimed best designer of Japanese wrestling figures. He said it, and I agree with him. I think he is. Back to the figure, since it's in box, you know, I actually found an image of the back of the figure. Yeah, Well, the jacket, the detailing on the back of the jacket, man, is just, it's, it's incredible, man. It looks great. I mean, it fits the figure, the jacket on the back detail. This figure checks all the boxes, man. I think that's our next shirt. Checks all the boxes. <laughs> it should be our next shirt. And moving on real quick, I, I didn't even realize this because, you know, she's got the jacket on, so the jacket kind of goes over her hands a little bit, but even her kind of half gloves that are in silver and, and have some molded detail on them are just incredible. I mean, this figure is just, wow. I, you know... I, I always say this week, every week we have an, oh my God, figure of the week, 2020. And I'm like, got to put it in the top five. Got to put it in the top three. As a mainline elite figure, this is in my top five of 2020, Joe. It definitely is. I mean, it's pretty, pretty, I mean, pretty accurate, pretty spot on. Checks the boxes, the attire, the face, the the jacket with the, you know, with that kind of hood, you know, I don't know what you would call that again. I mean, everything, color, jacket, hair, I mean, everything you could say about this figure down to the boots is just perfect. It's got to be in the top five. Top five, 2020, but maybe it won't be. Maybe it will be. So what we want you all to do is go follow us on YouTube, our Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast YouTube page, and we're going to be having our live stream. When we have our live stream on December 13th, Sunday, December 13th, probably around one or two o'clock. We'll be posting a time shortly and we will let you all know if this Io Shirai makes it into the top five of our ultimate wrestling figures of 2020. And these are all the reasons why this Mattel WWE Elite Series 79, Io Shirai, is an, oh my God, figure of the week. What? 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 We're back. I just can't bring myself to do that back. We're back. What? What do you want? What do you need? A question of the week. It's back. It, it was on a little bit of I hiatus. This is a segment I think we sprinkle in. Bring it back. And uh, yeah, this week it's back, man. I love it. We like to stir things up here at the Square Circle Action Figure Podcast. We could stir things up that are bad. We can stir things up that are great. And this week it's great because we have the what question of the week. So the question of the week this week is... Did you get anything to add to your collection? And Joe, what don't we get to add to our fucking collections every single week? Did I get anything? Yes, I did. I personally don't collect anything of the hero collectors. You know, I kind of thought about 
this is going back to San Diego Comic-Con last year. I kind of thought about getting the cane. I seen it in person, but it was sold out at the time. So that's when I first was like, you know, because a couple of the other hero collectors, there was a guy on our Instagram page that had a couple. He's like, I'm selling, you know, if I want to take a peek, I took a peek. It's all the guys I don't really want. So that's another reason why I never collected the line. Long story short. So I like Pete Dunn. I'm a Pete Dunn fan. I thought the uh, version of him with the hero collector looks cool. So I got Pete Dunn, ordered him. He's very cheap. So I added that to the collection, hero collector Pete Dunn. And I got back, which I was missing, which I kind of forgot about. I must have sold it. I got a uh, mint on card ECW original San Francisco toy makers, Mike Awesome, which is one of the uh, best figure releases from that line. So yeah, well, those are my two pieces I added to the collection this week. Yeah. We talked about that ECW Mike Awesome, that OSFTM ECW Mike Awesome figure. Wow. What an amazing figure. Absolutely love the championship title. That is an oh my God figure of the week. And you can check out one of our previous episodes, I don't know, eight, nine, where we discuss all about that OSFTM Mike Awesome. Great addition to the collection. Hero Collector, interesting that you mentioned that. We met this dude in passing. I don't know if you were there. I think you were there. But our buddy at Hero Collector Eagle Moss, at Kanick, Kanicki, the major mark, Mr. Kanick, Kanicki, but I think it's I think it's Kanick, works for these guys. I guess he's a sales rep or something for the line. And he's deep in this stuff, man. I mean, this is his territory. So I saw the Pete Dunn. I posted the Pete Dunn that you got. You really like it. They actually are smaller than I thought they were. Yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty tiny. Okay, so they're not going to take up a lot of room, right? If I got one and I took it out of the box or something, it's not going to be crazy, right? If you took it out of the box, it won't be, but the box is pretty big. Yeah, the box looked pretty big, which I was like, hmm, interesting. So anyway, I'm going to hit the man up. I may get a couple legends or something. I don't know, but I'm happy that you got the Pete done. It looks good. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about him, but I want to see what some of the legends look like. Maybe we can review them in one of the segments or something like that and and go from there. Because the line is very extensive right now. Yeah, it is. Besides the cane, like I mentioned, the theme looks kind of cool. You know, obviously Macho and Brett. For this, if I kept collecting these guys, I'd probably just do the Legends, you know, as they come. Maybe the Michaels and a couple others. It's a cool line, you know. Nice little size. You can add it anywhere to your uh, display. Awesome, awesome. So... For me, I mean, what didn't I get this week, Joe? My God. I don't know. I don't know you fucking sicko. I know. I, I, the, the funniest thing is I tell you some of the things I'm really excited about, and then I sprinkle in a little bit of the extras, you know? That's what I do. You know, like I, I know. put the little dust on top. Like I just posted an Instagram photo, which everybody will probably see because we're recording the podcast right now. And everybody knows, like, dude, I got that Undertaker urn, that foam urn, bro. That bought me back. Dude, that Undertaker urn looks great, man. Seven bucks, bro. Oh, my God. Go get one. I Guys, if you are a fan of urns or merch or WWE merch, WWE shop, and thank you, Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, because if I didn't see Mr. Matt Cardona post this, Mr. Matt, I'm going to call him Mr. Matt moving forward. If I didn't see Mr. Matt post this, I wouldn't know about it. I really wouldn't. It was like, literally, I don't get any WWE shop stuff. I'm just like, I if I go on there, I go on there like for their sales or Black Friday or during a pay-per-view to get a cheap shirt. He posted about it 
And I was like, Insta buy. I thought it was going to be like 20 bucks, seven dollars, seven dollars. Will that earn? Oh my God. Seven dollars. Buy it now. Go buy it. I, you should not. It's just amazing. It's awesome. It's just, it's the same earn. They have obviously some updates on it, but it's an amazing piece. The funniest thing about it. So my mom was down in my house and she's like, is that the urn? <laughs> I was like, no, I got it from the WWE shop for seven bucks. And she's like, weren't they like $20 at the events? And I'm like, oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely jacked up at the events. But my mom bought all this shit for me. And I was like, no, I got it for $7, mom. So anyway, she even was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. You got, the, you got a foam urn? Go get the urn. It's an amazing piece. It's just a nostalgic foam piece to add to the collection. I got a Bam Bam shirt on top of it because it was just like, I love Bam Bam. Probably my favorite big man of all time. And threw that into the mix. But figure wise, I also got this, the Wild Samoans. I had to pick them up. Seeing them on TV. I like the Roman Reigns story. I never got them in the, you know, in the Elite Series, the Mattel Elite Series two pack at Target, Hall of Fame two packs. Never got them. So I picked them up. They're loose, but I got a great deal on them. So I don't give a shit. And then I want my Roman now with them. Oh, God, I can't wait to get that real Roman. And I got the two pack of Finn Balor and AJ Styles. Super psyched about that Elite two pack. Got it for a great deal on Amazon, $29.99. I couldn't pass it up. That is. Can't find this freaking below 40 bucks online right now. So, and it's not going to be released in stores. I don't see it anywhere. So they got the two sweet pose, Bullet Club. I just think it's going to be an iconic piece. Unfortunately, the boxes all beat the shit. Sucks, but... (laughs) I'd rather have it than not at this point. I think this is a piece that really will be collectible in the future. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a great two pack. So that's it. That's kind of all wrestling that I got this week. I mean, I'm in the works for uh, Joe. Do I have to? I guess I got to tell everybody. Tell these motherfuckers. I got to chase Jericho coming to me. I think if it all works out, I'm pretty confident it's going to work out. So I don't want to, I never say that, uh, you know, that I got it until I got it. Are you going to, are you going to tell that guy who was uh, talking shit to us on our Instagram that you got it for below 350? Guess what? You know what? Look, I make fair offers. I make good deals. I'm a dealer. I'm a wheeler. I'm a dealer. I'm a willy wheeler dealer. All right. So I got it for a great price, a fair trade. It was a cash deal and trade. I want it in my hand before I cement anything, but I think I got it coming to me. And the dude seems really awesome. I don't have doubts that I'm not going to get it or anything. Seems like a really legit guy. So I'm not going to announce anything right now. But next week, if I have it in hand, we'll make the formal announcement. Bust it open on the show. Like we talked about, I'm going to take the naked picture. (laughs) I may do a spray tan. I don't know. I think I'm going to I'm going to save the spray tan for the Cody. I think you go live, go live on the Instagram like that and then pick the figure up at the end. See what happens. No, (laughs) no, I'm not going to do that. I mean, I got to get a G-string for that, bro. (laughs) I don't even have a G-string. I don't even know where I would buy one. (laughs) 
<laughs> I gotta call up Mr. Matt. Maybe he's got a G string, you know, in his repertoire where he can he can recommend. Yeah, he's got one. He can recommend me to a G string specialist. That's what's gonna happen. Oh, we're dude. I'm telling you, I'm taking the naked photo. <laughs> Right there, posed. Not with the spray tan. I'll get some weights. I'll pump up the muscles. I feel like I'm look beefy, bro. Let's do it. All right. So that's what we got this week. But what are we gonna get this next week? What are we gonna get? What? What? What are we gonna get? Stay. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for another what question of the week. Tonight we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history. A professional wrestling. Are you ready? Wrestling fans, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! And welcome to this week's main event. Joe, we're getting into the season, baby. We're into the holiday season here. And we are going to take a look back and do a watch along of the 1990 Survivor Series. And this one is a barn burner. Man, coming off the coattails of WrestleMania and SummerSlam in 1990, you have the ultimate warrior as the WWF champion. And this Survivor Series takes place on November 22nd, 1990 in Hartford, Connecticut, the Hartford Civic Center. And we will be taking a look at the match with the Warriors, consisting of, obviously, the Legion of Doom or the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal, the Texas Tornado and the Ultimate Warrior versus the perfect team of Demolition, Axe, Smash, and Crush, and Mr. Perfect. Wow, Joe. This is just like an incredible match, and it starts the pay-per-view. Yeah, right, right off the bat. I mean, you got eight tremendous uh, performers at the time. Everybody in the ring together, man, this gets the shit right off the bat. This is a barn burner. It is a four-on-four Survivor Series matchup. Not too long either. We're going to do a watch-along. 14 minutes and 20 seconds. You have the Hartford Civic Center here starting off a big-time pay-per-view. Again, November 22nd, 1990. And you got 16,000 in attendance. It's pretty crazy, man. I absolutely love this Survivor Series. Shit, you even got the gobbly gooker in this one. <laughs> that sought after figure, man. Everybody wants the gooker in their collection. We're going to get it one day. So as our listeners know, we want you to 
turn on the television, go to the WWE Network, and turn on this match, Survivor Series 1990. Go to the timestamp at 429. We're actually not going to start during the match. We're going to start during the interview because I just love this team of the Warriors. I'm getting excited, Joe. Uh-uh. Oh, my God. LOD, the ultimate war, the Texas tornado. I'm going crazy here. <laughs> so we're going to start at four minutes and 29 seconds, and we're going to hit the play button and see what they all have to say. So let's do the countdown. Three, two, two. one. One. Oh my God. Me and Gene, baby. Everybody's jacked to the tits. Dude, look at Warrior's belt. Oh my God, man. Oh my God. Dude. Hawk's fucking losing his mind. Oh, he's going to take the four of them. How much testosterone's with the four of these guys? Oh, Texas Tornado. I miss Texas Tornado, baby. Yeah, man. He was Ooh. one of my favorites. Same here. Animal. It's funny to see, because when you're a kid, it's funny to see Tornado and Warrior together, because I always thought of like Tornado with those boots and shit like Warrior. Yeah, totally. Oh An animal, baby. R.I.P. L.O.D. See, this makeup I'm not feeling. I love this makeup. Oh my god! Oh, man. I it's ah. one of the uh, choices on Mattel's Ultimate Editions. I want this figure made, and I don't think it won. I think they hinted on it with the Q and A that I don't think this Survivor Series figure won. And this I thought was great. Even his, even yeah. his lights are shiny. Oh my god! the The attire looks great, dude. That white belt, man. Oh my god! That white belt's popping right now. Look at Mean Gene. Oh, Mean he's Gene. Like, he's like, what the fuck is this guy saying? Everybody's trying not to laugh right now. No, they're pumped up. Will not survive. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the oh ultimate God, team. Here we go. Oh, dude. Oh, shit. Dude, this place is packed. Packed. Oh, my God, man. Look at this. Perfect. Demolition. Heenan. Oh, my God. I'm psyched. <laughs> yeah, the place really is going bananas. It's Actually, going they're not ba- at all. They're going bananas. We're going bananas. This is a Survivor Series, baby. Dude, the crowd looks stale as hell right now. This is a Thanksgiving tradition. You got Rowdy Piper on commentary. Oh, Tornado coming out. Here we go. Dude, look at Tornado's attire, too, man. I don't remember oh my that God. at all. White attire with Ooh, the blue around. He's trying to walk straight with that no foot. He's probably so out of his mind right now, he can't walk straight. He's on so many fucking drugs right now, too, probably. He's like, let me get to the ring with one foot. Oh, my God. Legion's oh, out. Oh, yeah. There they are. The Legion of Doom. Do, 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 do. Oh, 
Oh my god, dude. What a match! What a rush of vodka. <laughs> oh yeah. What um, a rush of fresh whiskey all night. Dude, the Piper is going crazy. He's dude, loving at, this right now. Dude, look at Tornado with that icy title, man. Oh. Damn. Tornado. Oh, and oh here's the God. ultimate warrior coming down. Oh, look at him running down. You can see his heart coming through his chest. Oh, my God. I'm, my heart's coming through my chest right now. <laughs> I'm so pumped up. <laughs> Oh my god, here we go. Here, Traditional oh, warrior. Oh, love it. Shaking Over, the ropes. Shaking the ropes, overdoing it. Can't wrestle in the ring. Here we go. Dude, pumping up the crowd. This pumping match crowd. is pumping up the crowd. You got Gorilla. You got Piper on commentary. I'm pumped up. Look at all these hillbillies in the crowd. Oh my god. Oh, my God. Yeah, really. I'm wondering the same thing. I don't remember this match at all, but I guess we're going to see who's going to be a survivor. Oh, I, we I, know who's going to be the survivor, baby. I kind of think Perfect's like out of, out of. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, well, he's in there, obviously, because the tornado, but him and Demolition, I'm like, eh, does he, Survivor Series, I guess. Yeah, it's Survivor Series. You know, you have Demolition in there because of uh, LOD, right? Yeah. And you got Pipe. You got perfect in there because tornado. of tornado taking his title and warriors just like, you know, I mean, God, you got the road warriors, you got the tornado, you got, you know, this I is, mean, this is, this is just if you're a kid, match. if you're a kid, man, you're in like overload right now going fucking crazy. I'm going crazy right now, baby. I think I'm going to order an S&M outfit on Amazon right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. He's beating the rest of that hair out of his head. Oh, animals beating Animal. smash. Animals taking it to repo, man. Here we go. Dude. Oh, oh, dude. Nice big elbow. Oh, look oh at that man, elbow. Tornado, oh, hit, tornado oh hit him. Tornado hit him hard. Oh, warrior hits him hard to smash. Tornado almost took his head off. Oh, nice. Yeah. There we go. A couple stiff Smash. punches. Yeah, animal. stiff punches coming back. Oh. Oh, perfect. Nails him with the one. Sloppy suplex. Look at that over. suplex. Smash with the suplex on Animal with the two count. Amazing. That was oh, nice. Here we go. All right, perfect's coming in. Here we go. One of my here favorites we go. of all time. Boom. He's taking it to Animal here. Who's that Jim Ross lookalike in the craft? <laughs> I don't see him. Knows. Yeah, I see him. Couple she males. Look at them cutting off the ring here. The perfect team cutting off the ring using the tag team skills here. Oh, big slam. Whoa, what a big slam animal, but slams smash. Oh, atomic drop. Oh, inverted. Oh, my God. Look at the action here. It's incredible. <laughs> Nice, nice. They're working it. Tornado's in. Oh, yeah. Stiff punches. Stiff punches by Kerry. Dude, I always love those boots, man. They the look great. They're, yeah, the tassels on the boots. Dude, what the what the fuck happened to uh, Axe? He needs a haircut. No, Axe looks great. He He's giving stiff punches, too. Oh, the claw. 
Oh, the claw and axe. The tornado's got the claw and axe. Oh, Smash breaks it up. Oh, oh here God. comes Warriors the man. ultimate warrior. Dude, Demolition kind of look like shit in this match. They're like pale. You think so? Yeah, look at Axe. He's pale, less muscular. His hair looks like shit. Oh, big slam. Here we go. One, two, three. He's out. Uh, well, Axe I has th- been eliminated. I think Axe was uh, injured. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Oh, Warrior slamming everybody. There we go. Oh, Crush got him down. Nice stiff clothesline. All right, Crush is uh, Crush is taking the uh, taking the lead here, stomping Warrior. Yeah, a little bit of offense here by Crush, Mister Brian Adams, cutting off the ring, getting the there Warrior. I like the makeup on Crush right now. Feeling the makeup there. Yeah, love the makeup on Crush. All right, they got Warrior oh, back in the corner in, here. Tagged in Smash here. Warriors backed into the corner. Uh-oh. Nice backbreaker on Warrior. Crushes up to the top rope. Boom. Stiff knee. Oh, two count. Two count on the Warrior. God, I love the Warrior's attire. Wow. Shiny. It's great. I'm surprised nobody voted for that. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully they did. I didn't. I wanted to, but I want a redo of the uh, the WrestleMania six. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right, Warriors back on the offense here. To uh, be honest with you, I think the Warrior in this attire would be better suited for an elite figure. Yeah, I can see that. Uh-oh. Hawk's got perfect up by his neck. Oh, my God. Hawk is an animal. Dude, Hawk looks great in this match. Oh. Look at that. Look, he's ah! in there. Ah! <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Dude, if I could scream down here, this place would be on fire. On fire, baby. Oh, my God. Fucking perfect tripped and fell. Oh. And Dude. how good is fucking Gorilla? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. Gorilla just keeps feeding. Oh. Oh, my God. Hawk just rammed himself right into the freaking post. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to cut my hair like Hawk and go to work like that. Yeah, you should. Right? You should. Fucking shave her right down the middle, baby. <laughs> Walk right in. Hell yeah, you could do anything these days. <laughs> Shave it right down the middle. That is literally what he did. He just shaved his fucking head down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> he Shave. took a he took a freaking uh shaver and just went right down his head and he's like, All right, I'm I'm Hawk. Dude, this is one of the best Survivor Series matches of all time. Quick tags, everything is quick, the athletic oh. ability is amazing. Smash is in there now with Hawk. Hawk's coming back. Dude, Hawk's in like peak physical shape here, man. Peak physical shape. You know how sometimes you know sometimes he looks a little heavier on the midsection. Not here. He's no he's big dude here. Look at his shoulders, man. Look at his traps. Oh, his look back. at that! Shit, you think he's taking roids? 
Yeah, I'm yeah, taking I'm rights. <laughs> Look at this. I know someone. I, I, I might know someone who could still get us roids. I'll shoot them in your ass for you. If you want. <laughs> yeah, shoot them in my ass. I'll take the naked photo. I'll be fucking beefy, baby. <laughs> Put a spray tan on. That Jericho figure. I'll give him a call. I think I still got his phone number. Yeah. Oh, man. He used to, he used to shoot steroids in people's asses and give them haircuts where I used to live. Yeah, but Mohawk right down the middle. Perfect. I can get both. Wow, it's it's going all. This is Uh-oh. mayhem right now. We got dem- LLD oh, and dude, demolition. Just kick the ref. He kicked the ref. Oh, there's a double DQ. Double. What happened? Oh, wait. Oh my god! Oh dude, my both god! Teams. Both teams of this. So we're down to the Ultimate Warrior and the Texas Tornado and Mister Perfect. Don't forget about Bobby. Bobby's out there. Oh my god! They all got eliminated. Why? Why did Hawk kick the ref like that? That was actually kind of funny. I don't know. I think uh, Smash is happy to leave. He looks winded as hell. Eh, you know, smashes. You know, he had his day. He has due. All right, Le- uh, Legion are getting the crowd amped before they dude, leave. Dude, Legion of Doom is over, baby. Dude, look at all those. Oh wait, what was that? Was that pimples or I don't even know. Well, of course they're all roided up, baby. <laughs> all right. Oh my God! Imagine Tornado and Warrior as a tag team. Uh, you're getting Tornado and Warrior as a tag team right here. They got tassels on their boots. How awesome is this match? Jeez. I, I kind of, I was going to say, I kind of feel bad for Perfect, but I don't because he cannot wrestle both of them. Of course he can. Tornado well, obviously would give him a, a run for his money with his background, but still. Yeah, I agree. Oh, here we go. Tornado we go. and Perfect. And t- here we go. Perfect. Goes right into him. Oh, shit. Tornado reverses. Oh, man, he's laying it in. Dude, didn't you love this feud when you were a kid? Tornado and Perfect? I see title. I see belt. I see belt. Fantastic. Like a a great matchup, man. Dude, you can't get any better than this. Not. Dude, people don't do it like this these days. This is a match that's amazing. This Tornado and Perfect. I got Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon's oh. a ref on the outside. Oh, my God. He is. Shane McMahon's a ref. Oh, my God. Warriors just threw Bobby Bob. on his ass. He threw Bobby <laughs> on his ass. Nogger knocking to Bobby and Perfect. Tornado and Perfect's in the ring right now. This is incredible. It's pandemonium. Oh, man. Tornado missed into the post. He's hurt. Holy shit. I don't think the crowd has sat down this entire match. This is a slobber knocker. This is pandemonium, baby. Look at that. Oh. Hip. Oh, big oh. knee. Cracked him with a knee there. Perfect looks good, man. Oh, they everybody looks good. Dude, this match is this match is haywire. This is Survivor Series, baby. Only the blank will survive. Only the fittest will survive. I don't even know what they used to say. <laughs> Only the strong will survive. Yeah, maybe that. Don't 
the brain. Wow. The, oh, oh, perfect plex. Ah, oh, man, he hit it. One, two. Ah, he got him. Tornado's oh, I eliminated. Love it. I love it. I love it. Perfect plex on Tornado. Oh, oh my God. Warrior comes running in like a bat out of hell. He misses. Yeah, he misses. Perfect is capitalizing. Perfect's like, oh, shit. I got to carry this Perfect plex on the Warrior. One, two. Oh. Oh, he kicked, he kicked out. Perfect's like, I got to carry this guy the rest of the match. I'll tell you, this is a matchup too. Perfect should have been the champ, I'm telling you. Dude, what a miss without making him the heavyweight champ. Oh, uh, well, there's so many misses, but whatever. Imagine seeing this on a main event. Oh, my God. Like for the title? I don't think it ever happened. I could be wrong there, but I don't think perfect. No, it never happened. That belt. This is look, it. Look at this shit. I think this was the last. This was the last. Oh, my God. Look at the drop kick. Perfect drop kick. Picture perfect. On the Warrior. This is the only time you're going to see Warrior and Perfect for the title, baby. And he's selling. Look at Perfect selling. This is great. Look at that. Taking it to the Warrior. Nice kick to the midsection there. Hiyokuzuki's got a uh, Hiyokuzuki's got a fucking bag of uh, baby potatoes between his legs. <laughs> yeah, there's baby potatoes, and then there's the the, the pea shoots chewing out. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a coin purse going on there. Coin purse, yeah. Warriors, uh, wait, Warriors, Warriors, coming back to life here. A oh bit. yeah, yes. here we go. Whips oh, in the ropes, man. Big per clothesline. Perfect takes him back down with the pinfall. One, two. Uh, oh, what the hell man. is with the refs in these match? Well, the ref just can't keep up with it, man. He's like, this is insane. This is insane. He's like, maybe I should start taking something. <laughs> he needs to take some roids, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's shoot him over the back. That's funny. Shane on the outside. Oh, my God. Chains on there. Piper's going crazy. He's going crazy. He's got so much he does. He burns a lot of energy. Perfect. Still taking it to Warrior here. Oh, wait. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here we the go. comeback. Here we go. The only Warrior. Oh, yeah. Here he comes. He's flowing, Boom. baby. Boom. 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 Oh. Boom. Boom. Oh, perfect down with the clothesline with the warrior. Perfect and selling those clotheslines, man. Clotheslines. Oh, my God. He's feeling the power of there the ultimate go. warrior. Shoulder press. This is it. Big body splash. That's it. Oh, and the winner. Oh, he got the shot for the fucking Bravi the Brain Eden. I love it. The ultimate warrior. Well, the ultimate warrior works his way to the grand finale. This was actually in Survivor Series 1990, where they actually, 
the winners, the survivors faced off in a last match where. Oh, yeah. The survivors of the good teams and the survivors of the bad teams came together. They had a final Survivor Series match. And wow, Joe, just I am still pumped up. Dude, that was like a roller coaster ride. Oh Are you God. kidding me? I might go running through my fucking house right now for a couple hours. Pumped up! I, I'm amped up. I mean, come on. You you talk about getting amped up for this podcast. We're finished this podcast on a fucking <laughs> amped up, baby. I'm looking Whoa. up Ultimate Warrior face kits on uh, eBay right now. <laughs> I know you are. We're going to do it for Survivor Series. If you still got it on, look, man, Rhythm and Blues. Of course. Holy crap, man. Look at Greg the Hammer and Honky Tonk. Greg the Hammer, Honky Tonk. Oh, you know what's funny about this? Greg won't even try to play that guitar, and Honky's just fucking making the guitar look like crip. Oh, I know. No, Greg didn't want any of that. He hated it. I mean, that that's totally out of his element. Oh, totally out of his element. He didn't want to even do it. I mean, that's on record. But let me tell you something, Joe. Wow, we're amped up. I hope, I hope that we get a Survivor Series 1990 Ultimate Warrior figure eventually. Wow. I mean, this... So when we talk about Survivor Series matchups, and we're going to, on the main event, feature some of the greatest Survivor Series matchups of all time as we head into the the big turkey day. This one, as an elimination match, as a traditional four-on-four match, I thought was just one of the best of all time. It's super amped up in wrestling figure form. We pretty much have everybody there. I'd love to have Ultimate Warrior in this attire. We'll see what the fans voted on. They didn't want to announce it. They actually talked about it on the Ringside Fest Q&A, but they weren't allowed to release the results of it. Um... Yeah, Joe, I'm just I, I I don't know what else to say. I think this is a great way to start our kind of Survivor Series tradition as we head into the Turkey Day. And uh, wow. Yeah, man, that was crazy. That was uh, a perfect Survivor Series match. I mean, you have all the big players in there. I think they worked that match out perfectly. And of course, you know, you need the champ on top. Right. You have to. Yeah. Great way to start the pay-per-view one of the best four on four matches of all time. It, it, it got right to the point. That would, you know, that that's the bottom line. That's it. And as we like to say on the squared circle, action figure podcast, that is the one, two, three on this week's And remember, the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast is the gold standard in wrestling figure.